0: Welcome back to the Georgia 2022 show. I made the mistake today of doing this on the road at a cafe in Miami. And lo and behold, Argentina just won the World Cup. So uh, it's a little loud. It's party, but hey, we'll roll with it. So this is brought to you by the Georgia Record. And uh, thank you for joining us again. We've got a great show today. John Gordon is going to come on and talk about a bunch of different election issues in Georgia. And then I have Bill Quinn. Uh, We're going to get deep into the weeds of ranked choice voting which has raised its ugly head in the great state of Georgia this week. Before we uh, move on, uh, we're real proud recently at CDMPress.press. We just launched uh, CDM Espanol in Miami, and we also launched the Balkan, which is our site covering Balkan news in that part of the region of the world. It's only started a few world wars, but uh, please go and sign up for our NOAA subscriptions. Uh, we pay us a few bucks a month and you get access to all of our sites. I know people don't ad- like ads on their phone, their pop-ups, et cetera, but go to uh, our the top right corner of the site, sign up for our no ad subscription, you get access to all of our sites, all of our local newspapers, our Eastern European news, Middle East, et cetera. So uh, that way you can help us fight the corporate narrative and help us uh, really uh, you know, bring truth because the, the mainstream media is not truth. And again, once again, I apologize because this looks to be a massive party around me as Argentina just won the world cup for those of you who just joined i'm on the road uh but we're going to bring on john here in a minute and then uh, bill quinn will join us as well one other sponsor we have is uh my pillow and you christmas is coming it's not too late to get christmas gifts for this coming season use promo code cdm and get the best discounts available with that i'm bringing on john john hello how are you
1: good afternoon merry christmas
0: Merry Christmas. Uh, I hope it's not too loud, but uh, I was telling our viewers that uh, I'm in Miami and I'm in a cafe and Argentina just won the World Cup. So it's a little, a little noisy here. But uh, anyway, so thank you for joining us. And we had a good conversation yesterday on your show, uh, High Noon, which was fantastic. So you're a businessman. You're an attorney. You are uh, a former candidate for the attorney general. Tell us uh, what you think of the state of Georgia elections right now.
1: Well, I think they're in a state of disarray. Senate Bill 202 that was passed after the 2020 elections definitely improved things. But uh, we still have a ways to go. We still have drop boxes. Mm -hmm. Help me understand why it's necessary to have a drop box. They have to be in a polling place. Mm -hmm. and you can take your ballot, your absentee ballot, and deposit it into a drop box if you turn left when you walk into the polling place, or you can go to the polling machine and just turn right and go vote like everybody else does. Help understand why we have drop boxes. They are nothing less than instrumentalities for fraud, and they need to go. They just flat out need to be done away
0: with. So Um, why do you think Georgia 202 extended that Dropbox box this year? Was that just a, th- a bone to, to throw to the... I, I, I absolutely think it was just a bone
1: to pick or bone to throw uh-huh. to, the, mm-hmm. to the left that were shouting voter suppression, voter suppression. And so, you know, they moved the all-star game out of Atlanta uh, when the Senate or when the the state legislature passed Senate Bill 202 and the governor signed it. And um, they moved it to Colorado. Mm-hmm. And Colorado has more restrictive voting laws than Georgia does. So yeah, yeah. The hypocrisy and the lack of logic and reason is very disconcerting to me. So,
0: you know, I want to talk to you about ranked choice voting, which we'll do in a minute. But let's take a deeper look at the party itself. And I apologize for all the noise here. It's kind of crazy. But uh, what do you think is happening uh, at the GOP level? Uh, are you happy with what's happening in the Grand Party in Georgia as far as the elections, support for election integrity, uh, support for new members coming into the party? What are, What are your thoughts on that? So um, let's
1: start, first start with the National Party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Rona McDonald has lost two major elections in a row. She needs to go. Yeah. They've spent, I, I saw it yesterday some just enormous amount of money i wonder where it is i had it here earlier i think they spent millions of dollars on private planes yeah uh hundreds of thousands of dollars on clothing. i think it was
0: 3.1 million i think it was yeah. three point one million. i think mm-hmm.
1: that, that sounds right mm-hmm.
0: um by the way they rona tried to say that was for the white house but Red state said, no, that was segregated away, away from Republican party business. But Um,
1: over $300,000 for flowers, $700,000 for donor gifts. Now I've given, I, they've never sent me a gift.
0: You didn't get a tchotchke?
1: No, (laughs) I, I got a little glass tumbler, but I had to pay $250 for it.
0: Yeah. I guess you have to be a real big donor to get, to get the gifts.
1: Evidently. And um, I I just think that it's time for a a wholesale change up and down the line. McConnell is a disaster. He is the epitome of a rhino. He needs to go. And um, I did see yesterday that the president endorsed McCarthy for Speaker of the House. Uh, I I do trust Trump implicitly. So if he's for McCarthy, I'll roll with it. Uh, It it doesn't excite me. Uh, It makes
0: it makes me uncomfortable, John. I, mean, I would
1: prefer somebody like Jim Jordan that I think would be universally embraced. Yeah. There, there's so many other uh, qualified candidates that really have, I, I think they should bring Mark Meadows in as Speaker of the House. You do not, the, the Constitution, <coughs> excuse me, does not require that you be a member of the House of Representatives.
0: Yeah. So, so bring Mark Meadows in. That. One one of Trump's Achilles' heel, I think, has been the. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but has been his personnel choices. That's what bothers me. I mean, I love Trump, I love his agenda, but the personnel people he's brought in to be around him have been uh, horrendous all the way through the term.
1: I think there was a, a large amount of naivete when he first came to Washington, mm-hmm. and I don't think uh, as as much as we would suspect otherwise that there's a there is a large pool to choose from. Mm-hmm. Uh, your, your your choices get narrowed down pretty quickly to people who have served in government previously. So what yeah. do you end up with? You end up with a bunch of bureaucrats and some, and some rhinos. And uh, I, I think that's his problem. But he needs to get out of Washington and pick people from uh, state government, perhaps, Um, people who have led uh, charitable organizations. Mm -hmm. I think it's time for out-of-the-box thinking. So the Georgia GOP, I happen to like David Schaefer very much. Mm -hmm. He has been a friend of mine for 40 years. Um, I, I, I like David. David is very smart. He knows Georgia politics. He is a very good strategic thinker. Uh, having said that, I think that we are not doing, and this is not uh, focused solely on Georgia Republicans, mm-hmm. but as a party, we're not doing the things that the are doing. The rules have changed. We have mm-hmm. to play by new rules. Mm-hmm. If, going, if they're going to allow ballot harvesting, we better get a ballot harvesting operation mm-hmm. in place.
0: The yeah.
1: And they're going more- to send out millions of absentee ballots, we better get an absentee ballot campaign going quickly. I I, I certainly do not want us to stoop to the Democrats' uh, uh, operations and violate the law. But if it's legal and they're doing it, we need to do it. And we need to uh, an aggressive, aggressive get-out-the-vote campaign. And we need to get people to come to the polls. I'm sitting right here in one of the most uh, affluent vote voters, and you among the lowest voter participation and that's bad. And it is i i really want to work to help fix that i think we can but nobody's doing it. i i don't see any initiative to try and get well-educated people who have every reason to go and vote out to the polls and, and there's this other a uh, big group of voters um, who are uneducated uh, 20 to 55 year old voters, who comprise about 20% of the elected who just don't vote. We need to figure out a way to motivate them.
0: Uh, yeah. trying
1: to be a good catalyst to do just that.
0: So, um- and I think those issues with the party are, are nationwide. It's not just Florida, you're right. I mean, I'm down in Florida, and it's uh, the, the same, very same issues. One of my concerns is, uh, yes, we need to do ballot harvesting, but the other side is harvesting illegal ballots in, via the vote-by-mail vote by system. Um, and that's happening in Georgia as well. I know that there was NCOA checks or National Change of Address checks that showed tens of thousands of ballots being mailed out, sent to wrong addresses, mailed back, and somehow harvested and voted. But I think that's an issue on in many states, talk to me about ranked choice voting. In your thoughts, uh, Raffensperger recently had, put, had floated this idea. Um, you know, people are saying it, it doesn't have a chance in Georgia, but they're pushing it everywhere. There's a reason he's pushing it. You know, maybe he thinks the machines are going to finally be thrown out. Who knows? What are your thoughts on that? Well,
1: I will start with the proposition that if Raffensberger is for it, I am totally against. it. I yeah. haven't heard one thing out of that man's mouth that I agree with or think that is a good idea. Uh, secondly, somebody's going to have to help me understand how the heck it works. I, I've talked to people in Alaska and it's a clue. Nobody really understands the, the calculus that goes into it and, and, and how it works. So uh, it's very convoluted. And um, I'm for making things simpler. Not more complicated, I, a short answer. No, no, hell no. We don't need rank stack voting. What we need yeah. to do is get rid of early voting. We've got 30 days of early voting, basically. And we need to go to a national voting holiday. And I, I would be in favor of Sunday voting and Monday voting. And all votes have to be counted by midnight or else they don't get counted pure and simple, easy peasy. Let's just get past all this noise and do the things that are going to restore our country to a free and fair, honest election-based country.
0: Let me ask you this between elections and the GOP. Have you seen the GOP support election integrity in Georgia? Sorry, I had to turn off a call there.
1: I think it's a very mixed bag. Uh, I don't understand why there's does not seem to be a a more of a will from the legislature to come back and perfect 202. I I think they just got so much grief from the woke left. And, uh, you know, again, the hypocrisy is just overwhelming to me. Uh, Delta Airlines actually participated in and was a active participant in writing Senate Bill 202. Their lawyers and uh, public interest representatives had the bill long before it got to the floors of the Georgia House and Senate. Um, They participated in uh, writing the bill. They uh, endorsed the bill prior to the uh, state legislature approving it. And then once it was voted on and there was a outcry from the liberal Democrats, they were suddenly against Senate Bill 202. Shame on them. And I, I just don't understand. Why would you not want honest free elections? And, we, you know, we are so afraid of the name calling. Of, yeah. You know, you're a racist. You're a voter suppressionist. If you try and do the right thing, and I'm just simply not going to be intimidated by it. They can call me anything they want to, but they're not going to call me dishonest. They're not going to call me untruthful. And that's all I care about. I just want us to have get back to a a Christ-like country where the Ten Commandments govern our behavior. And, you know, it doesn't really have to be more complicated than just that. If if you live by the Ten Commandments, you're gonna go to heaven. I guarantee you.
0: Words long written down. So, um, what do you think about? Uh, well, tell me what John, is John Gordon's future? What's next for you? And you've ran for Attorney General. You, you've uh, uh, you know we can debate your election and what happened, but. Uh,
1: well, I'm going to happened- let you
0: talk, and I'm going to turn my mic off while this crowd goes by. Go ahead.
1: Well, well, what happened is we lost the election, but it wasn't for lack of trying. Uh, I've had so many people tell me that if we had started earlier, we would have had a different outcome. And that may be true. I, I actually uh, did uh, approach a number of people uh, early in uh, the the fall of 20. 20- I've lost track of time Uh, of of of, of 2021. Uh, So in September of 2021, I I did make some phone calls to some of the leadership in the Georgia Republican Party. Mm -hmm. They all expressed enthusiasm for the concept of me running for attorney general. Um, And they to a, a person said, well, let me make some calls and I'll get back to you. Well, they never got back to me. So I just said, okay, this is not what God has for me, uh, doesn't intend for me to do this. And then um, in January and February, the phone started ringing and people became insistent that I I, I run for attorney general. And they went to uh, 45 and uh, got his um, buy-in and he said that he would endorse it. Newt Gingrich endorsed me. Randy Evans endorsed me. The uh, uh, Veterans for America First endorsed me. And so I said, okay, God, I, I hear you now and let's go. Let's do this. Right. And I really thought that with the president's endorsement and, and the we had uh, financially for the campaign and combined with a, a real hard uh, work ethic, that we could win. Well, it didn't turn out that way, but I, I did get 300,000 votes, and I got mm-hmm. 40,000 more votes than David Perdue, uh, which I take some pride in. I, I, I'm not being disparaging on David, although I will yeah. say the the conventional uh, talk track is that David's heart was not in it. Just did not, in the especially in the last uh, few weeks, it didn't seem like he really wanted to be doing. That. Yeah. But, Regardless of that, I, I I was gratified by the support that we did get. Uh, I, I'm sure that the support that we got was very solid, and um, it, it's a good springboard and base for something maybe. But I don't have any idea what that might be. All I do yeah. know is, is that I am getting older. Uh, I have had a wonderful life and a great career. Got a wife uh, going on 45 years and three oh, of
0: them
1: I adore and I, I, I very strongly want to have a country that you and I have enjoyed that for them and their children to be able to live the American dream. And rather than be a country club boy, I would much rather work and, and, and make a difference and leave a legacy for my
0: children and grandchildren. That's what's in my heart. Here, here. So uh, before we go, tell us about your show, High Noon. I mean, how long you've been doing it? What is what's your agenda with the show? Where are you going to take it? I you know, I have a pretty uh, strong
1: right brain component. I need to nurture uh, that side of my personality. And I am absolutely loving uh, this show we have had on. And the reason is I get to talk to people like you. Todd, you were on yesterday, and you were a wonderful guest, and I look forward to having you back very shortly. But um, we had on David Talbot. He authored The Devil's Chessboard. And we had on Roger Stone. He authored The Men Who Killed Kennedy, The Case Against LBJ. They were absolutely fascinating, riveting conversations. Each concluded, uh, uh, Talbot concluded that Alan Dulles orchestrated and carried out the killing of John Fitzgerald Kennedy, Um, Roger Stone advocated that uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson orchestrated and carried out the killing of Kennedy. I am happy to accept both theories because I think both theories are right. I think they acted in concert. I think that it was for power, for greed, and their disdain for Kennedy, which does not give them the right to do anything except stand and salute because the American people elected him in a democratic process. How dare these people deprive us of our franchise and our vote that so many people have given their very lives to protect. And there needs to be a cleansing in America. And I'm sure you saw Tucker this week. Yes, He had an expose and he followed right along with what we learned on High Noon. The CIA killed Kennedy. Hoover and Johnson worked to cover it up. They killed dozens of people in the aftermath who were witnesses who would have exposed the fact that they did it. They had uh, Jack Ruby go into the prison and kill Lee Harvey Oswald. It is the crime of the century of the 1900s, America will never be the same until we hold the people that did it uh, accountable. There needs to be a, um, a trial and, and prosecute them in memoriam, rip their names off the buildings and uh, let history write what happened. But I'll tell you, I fervently believe that uh, Clapper, uh, Comey, um, the other guy, Brennan, I think that you're seeing the same thing all over again. They physically assassinated Kennedy. They electorally and politically assassinated Trump. They need to be brought to justice. They're still alive. They need to be, their asses need to be brought into court. We need to put people under oath. We need to have depositions taken. We need to have a, a forensic look at 2020. We're not going to change the results. I'm not advocating that at all. Unlike the news media, you know, they say, oh, well, these conspiratorials, they want to overturn 2020. Well, I did, but the time has passed for that. What yeah. I want to do is make sure that it never happens again. And that the laws of this nation are enforced and that the people who undermine the electoral process go to prison. I have this picture of Raffensperger in an orange uh, uniform, and I cannot wait until that vision becomes a reality because I think he's dishonest. I think he participated in the um, stealing of the 2020 election. And yes. I will rest until these people are um, made to pay for what they did. It's not right.
0: And uh, the Georgia GOP needs to say that publicly. They, they do end. need
1: to say that publicly, and I don't yeah. know what they're afraid of, except Fonnie Willis, she's using taxpayer dollars. 48% of Fulton County voters and taxpayers disapprove of her witch hunt. She needs yeah. to back off. She needs to shut it down. She's going after people who actually work to preserve our republic, and she's making the victims the the, the uh, cr- criminals. And and she's going to indict probably uh, 16 people. Uh, and possibly David Schaefer and William Ligon and people, people who I consider to be uh, patriots and people who had the courage to say, this is wrong. We've got to stop it. And what is she doing? She's she's going to try and put them in jail. It, it's unquestionable. And so um, we need to recruit somebody to run against Fonnie Willis. If you are, in your 30s or 40s or 50s, you're a lawyer in Fulton County, Georgia, and you want to run for district attorney, you call me and I'll go to work and we'll raise the money and we'll get you elected. This person needs to have a one term and I'll do everything I can to help. Uh, if you if you're if you want to run as a Republican and you've got a good track record of honesty and uh, you've you got a First America agenda, you call me and we'll raise you the money and we'll put you in this district. Fantastic.
0: For influence at all. Well, I tend to think that the CIA uh, information that came out this week, or at least the proof, everybody's kind of suspected, but the proof came out. It's going to be a catalyst for America, I think, in the long run. Uh, Why won't they release the
1: documents? Over 60 years after the uh, uh, tragedy and the Congress in 1979, the House assassination committee, passed a law. This is not a whim. This is a federal law that the United States Congress passed that all the documents relating to the Kennedy assassination would be released on the 50-year anniversary. And uh, each president since then, George W. Bush, uh, Donald Trump, I yeah. mean, I'm sorry, Mr. President, why? Why are you protecting the people that wanted to undo you and did undo you? Yeah. What are you, Why are we protecting these people? Let the truth come out and let the facts lead us to a re- final resolution. We need to close the book on this blight on the American history. It, to me, it's the day that we lost our innocence. We need to put the genie back in the bottle or else this country is doomed. This country yeah. is doomed if we don't get back to a, a God-fearing nation that respects the rules
0: of law and the rules of nature. Well, I think everybody thought it was over, but it's not. It's just we're only in like the fourth or fifth inning on this whole thing from 1963. Well, so. I hope
1: you're right. I mean, I hope that uh, the American people will will petition their legislators and, um, you know, do, go to whatever links we have to go to. To get our public officials to do the right thing, release the documents, open an investigation. Look, the CIA is a shadow government. They are a secret government that are are, are beholden to no one, and yeah. and they are they are running this country with no accountability, no uh, sanction from the populace. And I, I, you have to ask yourself why. How are they able to get away with it? And you yes. know. Hoover had files on everybody in the government, and anybody who was an enemy or suspected enemy or future enemy, he maintained a file on them. He had dirt on everybody. I suspect that the CIA and the FBI has carried on that tradition. I think they've got dirt on every member of Congress that has dirt. And you know, uh, the fact of the matter is, the the only person without sin left this world uh, 2021 years ago. So I'm, I'm not. Uh, going to judge them. That I, I, you know, I loved what David Letterman did. He said that, that he, he acted inappropriately with an intern and, and she had come and uh, tried to blackmail him. And he went on national, public, uh, national television and said, I have done wrong and I am sorry, uh, but I am not going to be blackmailed. Every member of Congress needs to come to the, to the steps of the Capitol. Make the same, same statement. Let the let, let, Just let your humanity show, but let's yeah. get the country back on track and hold yeah. the people accountable that are out to destroy it for their own lust for power and greed.
0: John, thank you very much. I definitely want to have you back on the show. I really appreciate it.
1: Well, thank you so much, Todd. I'm going to have that beer with you in uh, South Florida. Uh, I leave to go back tomorrow, and I hope to see you soon. Um, let me know when it's convenient. We'll meet halfway. And we'll solve all these uh, problems uh, together. And um, I wish you and your listeners a Merry Christmas and a wonderful holiday season. Happy Hanukkah and uh, Happy New Year to all. And let's hope 2023 is uh, a great year for all of us. Health, happiness, prosperity, and uh, God bless America.
0: God bless America. Merry Christmas, John. Talk Thank
2: soon. You. Thank Bye. you.
0: Great conversation as always. I want to bring on now Bill Quinn.
2: Hey, good Bill, afternoon, Todd.
0: Good afternoon. I was telling you, I got to get you a uh, uh, Georgia Twenty Two Show T-shirt now because you're you're regular. But uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> that that's quite an honor. Thank. You. <laughs> so, thank you for coming on. Uh, you have done some deep dives as we talked on the rank choice voting issue. Tell us kind of what you've come up with.
2: Well, it, we're we're early in this, obviously, but uh, mm-hmm. the sensitivity is uh, because. Uh, of course, uh, Mr. Raffensperger has brought this forward as a proposal. So, mm-hmm. um, first, let's talk uh, briefly about what some of his statements have been. Uh, uh, in one of the uh, in in one of the articles that I read, he, he spoke about uh, voters and and uh, workers within the election system being tired of you know having to deal with runoffs and uh and and uh having to work over the uh or contribute time over the holiday season i'll tell you i've talked to a lot of people over uh over the various counties in georgia in the last couple of weeks didn't hear any of that Um, as a matter of fact in in uh, the counties that i've talked to they had uh you know they were able to get poll workers uh who were actually employed by the various election boards during runoffs and they had they had lots of poll watchers not every county had as many as they wished but um, some counties had more than they needed, actually. So um, I don't find that to be true at all. Um, I think that's a mischaracterization of the, uh, the Georgia voters' intent and their and their willingness to participate. The other thing I will cite is uh, just this week, Paulding County had a recount, a hand recount of their entire runoff election. And um, they had plenty of people to do it. They were in, from what I understand, 26 tables of two. Had plenty of folks to do it. And when I, uh, when I asked uh, participants there what their thinking was, they said, you know, we're all colleagues, we're all comrades, and looking mm-hmm. at what happened and, and confirming that um, what our ballots show is, in fact, accurate.
0: How did, the, how did that come out? What were the results? There,
2: you know? First of all, they were the, as far as I can tell, the only county uh, to do this. Mm-hmm. Many counties did these risk-limiting audits, which yeah. I think we've... We we both understand to be just a sample inside a you know in, in a fishbowl and you really can't count on those in my mind.
0: A predetermined sample. A uh, predetermined
2: sample, isn't that interesting? Yeah. But yeah. well, what what I found interesting was the county received no pushback in doing this 100% recount, and so all I could think is, well, what happened to you know other counties? Cherokee, who was told by um, uh, Ann Brumbaugh, one of the uh, decab attorneys. Oh, gosh, if you do this, if you vote to, to take this uh, hand count on, you know, you're, you're putting yourselves in position for potentially crimes, um, potentially uh, fines and so forth. And, so, and of course, you know, that would scare a county commission. So a little bit off topic, but um, the, the key here is I think what uh, what Mr. Raffensberger has said so far does not characterize the Georgia voters. Mm -hmm. Um, Secondly, this whole notion of um, rank choice being some, you know, oh, gosh, this is a great thing to do. Well, let's take a look first. Who's doing it? Well, today, only two states in the country use rank choice voting for state and federal elections, Alaska and Maine. And if you look at Alaska, um, they only voted to begin using this during the 2020 election. So they took the vote at that time. To say, okay, well, we're going to try this. So they tried it first time this year. Mm-hmm. And already you've got initiatives trying to push it back Going, this isn't what we thought it was. Um, it didn't, things didn't seem to come out in, the, in the way that the voters wished. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's already raising the ire of many, many voters in Alaska. Um there are cases where you know there may be advantages to it. Um, some uh, you know some states use it for lower level elections, municipalities, and so forth. And in those cases, they're they're either using something like ranked choice, or they just simply use plurality, which means mm-hmm. if you have three people voting or um, running for a, a mayor, for example, and they don't necessarily declare which party they're in whoever gets the most votes, whether it's 50% or something different, is the winner. That may be okay for municipalities. But when you're talking about the complexities of multi-party systems and um, unpredictable outcomes based on using ranked choice, many voters are expressing a real concern about this and are willing to stand up uh, now and say, whether it be to our Secretary of State, whether it be to their legislators in their counties and and districts, they don't want this. That's mm-hmm. the message I'm hearing. They, they like the opportunity to make sure that the person they're choosing is the person who receives their vote. They don't want. We, we to have be to sure the
0: legislatures get that message. That's
2: exactly right. I think, um, I think um, Mr. Gordon may have just mentioned this too. You know, it certain things become difficult, sometimes impossible to correct after the fact. Mm -hmm. but we're still on the front edge of this. And my recommendation would be um, prior to our legislature meeting again, now is the time to get the message out um, to uh, the people that represent you in your County and in your districts and so forth. um, And uh, let them know what you want. Um, Mm -hmm. We've begun doing that. Um, A number of folks have had preliminary conversations and they're hearing back from their legislators that they're concerned about this they don't they don't really support like they say they don't really support ranked choice voting um, that having been said I also you know I remember the deafening silence from many of our legislatures after the um, after the 2020 election and after the concerns even around the midterms uh, yeah. not a lot of not a lot of uh, feedback so the question is are we hearing you know their real intent? Are they, are they? Are we hearing what they're going to stand by? You um, all the more reason for us to be proactive. Um, sure. Now,
0: so um, you had sent some slides. Did you want to go through those, or what, what was there? Oh, uh, those were
2: those are actually pretty preliminary. Maybe maybe for a future conversation. I want to I want okay. to vet some stuff still in some of those. But one of the things that uh, I I think about two things when. You're in a, I'll call it a, an interesting sort of situation that looks like it may be different than what we're hearing. Um, I look at money. Where is money coming from, and why? Uh, and I look at people and relationships. Yeah. So I'll give you, I'll give you an, an example that we've already seen, and I'll give you an example that I heard from uh, from Alaska. Um, earlier this year, I was in a, uh, was in a, a particular meeting and. Uh, I had the opportunity to ask Governor Camp about moving our uh, voter rolls into the auspices of Salesforce. Right. And why? Which God, is
0: what Raffensperger wants to do. It's a third party. It's in the cloud. It can be manipulated. You know, right. Long, yeah. Right.
2: Right. And so I asked him, why would we allow this? And the answer was, well, I really have I have no control over what the Secretary of State does. And that just didn't ring quite quite right with me. Yeah. I believe the Governor has a, a broad a range of, of various yeah. controls at his disposal should he wish um, so that example was you know mr. Affenberger porting uh, the ability to manage our roles to a supposedly a sole source vendor so he didn't have to go to bid didn't really have to consult yeah. anybody else happened before most people even heard about it yeah and then that actually
0: get, a- did that actually get done I know there was some you know, trying to stop it. But.
2: Tech, technologically, I don't believe that they've been able to stand up the, what's called the Jarvis system yet. Um, they, I think they attempted to, and turned out they weren't prepared. So uh, technologically it hasn't been done, but I believe contractually that part is, is complete as I understand it. Okay. The,
0: uh,
2: and the, the key is, who are we talking about? Salesforce. Well, it's led by Mark Benioff. Mark sits on um the board of the world economic forum Mm -hmm. who else is involved in the world economic forum klaus schwab yeah are we we comfortable with that i i I haven't found very many people that are comfortable with having somebody associated with this you know notion of um one world order if you will um yeah being that close to our voter rolls so that's one piece the other piece is um, there were a number of articles in alaska um, talking about how their um, decision to use ranked choice voting got done. And they cite a lot of external money coming into the state. So millions. Yeah. How would that happen? Why would that happen? And to what is the real goal underneath that? People around the country are just very interested in helping Alaska? Or was it perhaps one of the easier states to you know, sneak it in?
0: Low-hanging fruit. Yeah. yeah.
2: And speaking of sneaking it in, most people haven't found out yet that we actually have an area of rank choice within Georgia that most people haven't heard about. It sits within our UOCAVA ballot process. And so folks that are military out of the country or um, citizens living out of the country receive what are called UOCAVA ballots. That ballot process today, based on SB202, includes ranked choice voting wow. the reason they cited to be able to in, in needing now to include that was they tightened the time between a general election and the runoff okay. no time to get more communications and ballot out to somebody internationally oh gosh we have to include ranked choice voting so yeah they sneak
0: it in wherever they can see the law, that's right so, that's right
2: yeah. and again it goes right back to all the more reason to say hey uh mr legislators no please don't do this. And as a matter of fact, we demand you don't do it. And cases where yeah, we feel important.
0: that way. C- citizen, you know, just saying no. Yeah. So yeah, very much. Bill, thank you. I appreciate it. As you always, bet. your wealth of information.
2: <laughs> thank you, Todd. A Merry Christmas, uh, Merry to, Christmas. To, to all. And, and uh, I will echo John Gordon's uh, comment. God bless America, especially this season. You know,
0: I, I saw a meme this week. It said uh, some liberal saying it's 2022. You know, Christmas is irrelevant. And the other side says, what happened 2022 years ago? Merry Christmas.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: all right, take care, Bill.
2: Thank you, you too. Bye.
0: Thanks again for joining the Georgia 2022 show. We'll see you next week. Please check out our new ad subscriptions. Please get some of your Christmas gifts at MyPillow using promo code CDM. For all the best discounts, check out what he's got. He's got, uh, you know, spurs, clothes, blankets, uh, children's gifts, uh, just go down the list. Mike is fantastic and you'll support us and you'll support people who are really trying to save the Republic. Until next week, take care.